this message that I will share with you this morning <coughs> is important because of how the Lord brought it to me. I was sleeping in the middle of the night when I was awoken by a voice. The voice said to me, while man slept, it was so authoritative that I woke up and I knew it was the Lord. And I'm saying that I think what I will share with you this morning is important because of what the Lord communicated to me in the night hours. You cannot succeed in life without having a clear and proper understanding of the concept of life and especially with regards to spiritual warfare. If you have no inclinations, no understanding, and a consistent engagement in spiritual warfare. Chances are you are not where you should be. The progress of your life depends as far as earth life is concerned on how tactical and how skillful you wield the sword of the spirit in life. So the Lord said to me, while man slept, war was in sight and I sat and listened for three four hours to what the spirit was teaching me and what it want you guys to know and understand about life and about advancing in this life you are or you were imbued with every resource that necessitates your victory in this life. Life by design is a fight. You do not make it in life without a fight. 
and especially without understanding the realities behind the fight. The forces of good and evil were instilled in life for the benefit of your success in this life. Hence he says that all things work together for good to them who love you. So if you're going to make it in life, there needs to be an understanding and a development on how to use the resources that the Lord has given you in order to fight successfully. When God met John in Revelations and he spoke to the seven churches, seven times he said, if you overcome, he that overcomes, The fact that he presents the challenge of overcoming implies that there is something you need to fight through. Whether or not the object of the fight, the subject of the fight, maybe spirits, is irrelevant. The fact of the matter is that there is no pride. There is no victory without a fight. So the Lord said, while man slept. While man slept and man sleep in the night. So there is a requirement for us to understand the activities of the night. The character of the activities of the night. And how to well prepare ourselves to function in the night. In life, in life, if you are not a participator in the night, you will lose. You will lose in life. If you are not vigilant and if you have not developed the right systems, to help you detect, help you interpret the activities against you, you will lose. You will lose. Many times when you have dreams, dreams, you see, what dreams are, are your souls it's your soul's way of communicating that there are activities taking place surrounding your life. They provide you insight into the activities of the night. So because we are not well developed and we have not yet developed that system, we are unable to detect. We think dreams are just dreams. We think thoughts are just thoughts. But thoughts and dreams, all these things, they, they give you insight into the activity surrounding your life. Anytime you have a negative thought, a negative dream, it is an indicator that there is an activity taking place in your life that is affecting you negatively. 
The thoughts are the consequences of the activities that are taking place in the spirit. The dreams are the consequences, indicators that something in your life is taking place that you must pay attention to. So while men slept, while men slept, an enemy came into the field. It is sad because we do not understand the functionaries the operations of our enemy. Matthew chapter 13. Matthew chapter 13. There's another parable he put before them, saying, the kingdom of heaven He did what? He put forth a parable to them. Saying what? Yeah? Read that part again. Okay. Matthew 13, read 35. Verse 34 says, All these things Jesus spoke to the multitude in parables, and without a parable he did not speak. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet saying, I will open my mouth in parables and will utter things kept secret from the foundations of the world. So the parables the Lord was revealing, was talking about. He says these are secrets. So parables are secrets that have been kept hidden from the foundations of the world. 
So these are mysteries. These are keys. These are secrets of life that were hidden until Jesus introduced them to men. So in the form of parables, he introduced them. So if you understand what parables are, your value, your attention to them will change. Because the Bible tells us that parables are the communication of Jesus of the secrets that have been kept hidden. So when every time Jesus was speaking a parable, he was, he was pulling from an eternal treasure. Every time he uttered a parable, it was something that was what? Kept hidden from the foundation of the world. So here he's talking about a parable, a secret, a mystery that was hidden from the foundations of the world. And it would do us good to understand it. To understand its reality. Because a parable is a shadow of something that exists. Of a spiritual reality that exists. So he says, he put forth a parable. Concerning what? The kingdom of heaven. Just the kingdom of heaven is like. The kingdom of heaven is like, like what? Read it. Like a man who, who sowed what? Seeds in his, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed seeds in his field. He sowed seeds in his field. But something happened. He said, but while men slept, what happened? His enemy came and did what? No, you ask yourself, does not the enemy have his field of his own? Where is the field of the enemy that he should come and sow seed in his enemy's field? Telling him that the enemy has no field of his own. He only plants where it has already been planted. That his agenda is to seek where his enemy has planted seed and plant his own. In military terms, it is called infiltration. So his modus operandi is to infiltrate the field of his enemy. And not while his enemy is awake. Telling you the infiltration doesn't happen. The activity of the enemy doesn't happen when his enemy is awake. He says while men slept. Telling you the time in which his activities were carried out. While men slept, his enemy came. So he waited until he finished sowing. And when all his servants finished and it was night time and there was no activity, he began his own. Because the same hour it took the 
men to sow seed in his field must have taken the enemy the same amount of hour to sow and infiltrate the field of his enemy. What did he sow there? What did he sow there? So for every prophetic word that goes out, there is a demonic word of the same equivalent that goes out. For every divine plan that is sent out, there is a diabolical plan that is sent out. So the activities of Satan are, 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 are mimic the activities of God. You are sure that Satan will be wherever God is acting. While man slept, while man slept, in the hours in which man is not away, enemy comes and the challenge is to be able to discern because you cannot distinguish between the tares and the wheat while they are still in its growing stages The enemy comes and sows tears in the night. Some of us reap satanic words instead of prophetic words. It was a satanic fulfillment that at Abraham would bear a son through Hagar. God never said through Hagar. He said through Sarah. So we find our lives becoming consequences of demonic, satanic agendas, satanic plans, satanic fulfillments instead of God. Why? We have not yet understood the activities of the night. So you have a dream. You have a dream you are being chased outside your house. You have a dream you are being fired. You say, no, it's just a dream. So you pay no attention to it because you think it's just a dream. You don't know that it is an indicator of an activity that is taking place concurrently with what. So your soul, because your soul can't interpret fully what is taking place in the spirit, it gives you a highlight. Say, I is a dream. Three, four months later down the line, you're fired. In the dream you were a drunkard. The soul was trying to warn you, caution you about a demonic agenda against your life. 
You say, it's just a dream. Three months down the line, you start craving alcohol. While men slept. Because the objective of the test, the objectives of the enemy is to cause and to cause a hindrance in the harvesting of his seed. So the seeds that the man sows is an investment he makes in his field. And he expects a return. So the enemy comes to thwart them. That's why you will always find that it is that which is of Satan that comes first. Cain came first, not Abel. Ishmael came first, not Isaac. Adam came first, not Jesus. Why? Because the objective of the enemy is to delay, hinder, and, and, and if he can, ultimately stop and stifle the growth of the wheat. While men slept, while men slept, while men was the imprisonment that came before the seat of Pharaoh for Joseph. While men slept. Because we don't understand. Paul says we are not ignorant of the devices of our enemy. But most of us are ignorant. We don't understand the strategies, the wiles of the devil, the strategies of the devil, the wits of the devil. So you receive a prophetic word. You think that's all there is. The seed is sown. The tear is coming. So when the servants woke up, they found that there were tears in the field. They said, should we spring them up? He said, no, let them grow together. Lest when you uproot them, the tares you will uproot the wheat also. Because there is a time when you can tell between the tear and the wheat. It's in their growth stage. The tear becomes black. That's when you can tell. But when they're fully mature, you can tell. But when they are not, you cannot tell. That's why with every prophetic word, you need to wait for its saturation level, for, for its maturation for you to discern. Because if you do not have the hindsight, the hindsight of the man of the field, you will lose. You will find yourself eating tares instead of wheat. You will find yourself harvesting tares in your life instead of wheat. But God spoke, but God planned. Why is that which was planned different than that which was executed? One man said. 
you are a conduit of spiritual activity. Your whole body is a conduit of spiritual activity. Your body knows when something is wrong. Have you ever had somebody you know is close to you, they died that morning? Before they even called you, you had a feeling something is wrong. Or they are sick, or they don't. But you, 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 it, those are indicators of a reality that exists. And your body, being a conduit, is able to alert you. In the same way, when there are divine opportunities, divine moments, divine times of fulfillment, your body, your entire system has been designed to help you achieve the objectives of God in your life. You wonder why all of a sudden, three o'clock, you wake up, you don't know why you woke up. You slept tired. You woke up 3 o'clock. You did not plan to wake up 3 o'clock. You don't know why. You just woke up. Think I. <laughs> you involuntarily woke yourself up. Is that possible? Absolutely not. The warning signs, the warning system is alerting you. There's an alarm. While men slept, while men slept, destinies are lost in the night. Prophetic fulfillments are lost in the night. While men slept, while men slept, you have not made investments into the womb of the night enough for it to bring forth in the womb of the morning. While men slept. So when God says something like, no more delay over your life, it is a word that he expects you to, 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 to seed into the womb of the night. That is your sword for the night time. While men slept. While men slept. David said, I lie awake in the night watches. While men slept. While men slept. He rose up a great while before dawn. You can't if you have not set the right parameters, the right systems. If you have not trained your body to alert you, your soul to alert you, the inner witness of your spirit to alert you. You are as blind as a bat, dull as a blunt knife, and you expect the wheat to grow? Forget it. Forget it. I told you, I don't know how many times I've told you. He says, by strength shall no man rise. 
It is not your strength that warrants the victory. It is the insight of wisdom, the insight of understanding the operations of the Spirit while men slept. Says he put him in the garden to tend and to keep it. That was the mystery kept from the foundations of the earth. To tend and to guard it, to protect it. God expects that whatever investment he makes in your life, it doesn't matter in what way it comes, whether it's a gifting of prophetic word or a revelation of his will, he expects that you guard it and keep it. Keep that which was committed to you by the Holy Ghost. While men slept. While men slept. You wonder, the more you pray, the more tears you reap. And you wonder, what's happening? You don't realize that you are watering a field that has tears in it. You are working a field that has tears in it. Things that are meant for your destruction. The more you pray, the more tears you reap. Why? You don't have the insight, the foresight of the owner of the field. While men slept. While men slept. While men slept. Why would Paul say, fight a good warfare? Wage, wage, wage it. To wage means you are, you're, you're the one that instigates it, that initiates it. Says wage, fight. Says what, he's telling you that the prophetic word that you receive is an instigator of warfare. Automatically, once you receive a prophetic word, warfare has been warranted on your life. Satan goes where the word is spoken. Satan goes where the seeds is planted. What business does he have being where the seed? What, what is his primary objective? Is to snatch the word out of your heart. And they that heard the word and did not understand it, Satan immediately came and snatched the word out of their heart to make it inoperative, unproductive. While men slept. Because we don't understand the fight of life. The fight of life is the ensuing of God's agenda, God's purposes, God's will, God's word. That's the fight of life. And it is man that fights it. Because every time God gives you his word, he has entrusted you, commissioned you to maintain and uphold his integrity. That's why he says, prove me, prove me, 
prove me. Where is the proof of the prophetic agenda of God for your life? Where is the proof? When you cannot demonstrate an understanding of what the prophetic agenda plan of God requires from you. How can you prove when you have no understanding, no clarity, and you don't even seek it? When Daniel saw the vision, he did not understand. The Bible said he set his heart to seek the Lord in order to understand the vision. Today you receive a prophetic word, it's forgotten the next day. You receive a vision, it's forgotten the next day. You receive a dream, it's forgotten the next day. The application of intensity is lacking. is absent altogether. And we, we reckon that the Lord would fulfill his word, his prophetic agenda in our lives. We are kidding ourselves. We are kidding ourselves, my brothers and my sisters. Because failure to understand the requirements, the prerequisites of the prophetic scope of God for our life is failure, is application for failure in complying with his fulfillment for us. So the Bible says, let no man be wise in his own sight. What happened to Saul when he failed to comply with the prophetic prescriptions given to him? Kill everyone. Don't spare. Kill anything that's moving and breathing. Kill it. We spare some offering for the Lord. Did the Lord ask you for offering? Don't let the Lord regret what he has determined to do with your life because you failed to comply because you did not the understanding can only come from the Spirit. The same source from which you got that word, the same source from which you got that vision, is the same source that has the understanding required for you to comply with its requirements and apply yourself how much do you apply yourself in what God has planned for you? How much of yourself is applied in what God has determined for you? We are jokers. We peddle the word of God and we expect it to give us dividends, to give us returns. We are sick in our minds. We are sick in our minds. Seek in our minds. Seek in our minds. Deluded by the same enemy that desires to hinder that very same word from coming to pass. While men slept. Go on in your own strength. Go on in your own power. In your own wisdom. And see where it will land you. 
but you are in danger to yourself and those around you. After having received the word of God, you pedal it. You are, you are endangering everything that's connected to you. There are some of your family members who die because who are sick because you do not comply. The same way that men will benefit from your, your obediences or your intentions to comply is the same way they will be harmed. You don't understand the system. <laughs> Who was Satan after? Was he not after Job? So why his children die? Why his livestock die? Why must his children suffer? For their father being a target. Ten of his children suffer. Because Job was a target. The same hedge that protected Job, protected his children and everything he had. When God removed it, everything that was connected to Job suffered. Who do you think you are? While men slept. Our problem, brothers and sisters, our problem, let me tell you our main problem. Our problem is that we fail to be serious. We fail to be serious in our application. In what God has given us. Do you know what it is for a prophetic word to be given? For, for a word, a word to come out of God's mouth. Do you know what it is? Everything in creation obeys God except man. That's where we demonstrate our folly. Why? Because you still see God as a postman. You're the king. You're the main one. <laughs> oh, you're sick in your mind. Sick in your mind. Is a plerotha of tears. Why? Why? While men slept, you are a sleeper. You are a sleeper. You, you, a spirit of stopper has come on you. You are drowsy. He says, gird up your loins, gird up your loins. The first thing he tells you when he tells you to put on the armor of God, he says, gird up your loins.
don't know how to fight in life. You don't know how to fight. You don't know. You, th you think marriage is just going to come to you? You think it's going to come to you? You think the one you love is going to marry you because they love you? <laughs> the Bible says there are spirits forbidding. Principalities forbidding to marry. How long you been with him? Marriage is part of the prophetic agenda of God. If you are promised in marriage and it's not fulfilled, there is a fight that's going on. And that same fight applies to every other area in your life. You must fight prophetically into financial liberation. You must fight. Who gave Adam the wealth? Who gave Adam the wealth? Did Adam dig up the wealth? You don't protect what God gives you. You will find tears all around. You'll find tears all around. Tears. Tears. Destructive elements in your field. are sleeping that's the that's the problem spiritual you are sleeping he says awake awake you sluggard from your sleep and Christ will give you light you are sleeping sleepy while men slept Because you have not understand how to apply yourself into the activities of the spirit. Where you can be asleep and still be fighting. Why? Because you have not understood, you've not, not applied yourself to the systems of God. You have not invested your time in understanding the operations of the spirit. What will you tell Jesus when you meet him? What will you tell him? When, when he wants sheaves from you, when he wants to reap from you, what will you tell him? When he wants to reap fruit from Listen, he told the fig tree, let no man eat any fruit from you because it did not give what he wanted. What, will, what do you think will happen to you when you cannot give Jesus what he wants, what is invested in you. 
when you cannot give him the fruit of the seed he planted in you, what will you say? There's only one answer. There's only one answer. And it's not the answer of mercy. It's the answer of righteousness. Cut off the branch and throw it into the fire. Any branch that does not bear fruit, my father, Life is a fight. Life is a fight. Life is a fight. Life is a fight. When Adam couldn't protect the field that God gave him, he was not worthy. He took him out. How many words, prophetic words, prophetic plans of God must be abandoned, must be aborted, must be forfeited because you are sleeping. Listen, prayer is not all that is required for God to fulfill his plan. Because you can pray, but without understanding, you are in the dark. How do you navigate without understanding? It says, in all you're getting, get understanding. In all you're getting, get understanding. Why am I having this dream? Why am I seeing this vision? Why am I hearing these prophetic words? Why am I getting all these thoughts? Because you are not interested in what can give you life, in what can put you over in life. You are not interested. So, why must God bother Himself? Why must the Lord bother himself? Look at the Lord. Huh? The Lord says to Gideon, as one man you shall destroy the Midianites. As one man you shall destroy the Midianites. And then he sends him out on an errand. 10,000 come. 10,000. God says there are too many. You would think it is, it is the number, the strength of an army that wins battles. God says there are too many. Tell everyone who's afraid. That's, that's, the, that's the first excommunication criteria. Everyone who's afraid, let him go back home. They left. Because you're going to die. If you're afraid in the battle, you're going to die. Go back home. There's a weakness in the camp. Go back home. The second criteria comes. Everyone who just married, go back home. Many left. No, no, the third test. 
says, let them drink. Let them drink. Then God told them. If these ones drink like this, they must go. Take only ones who drink like this. And after 10,300 was left, God says, it's fine, let's go. The process of elimination is the same process that was applied when Saul, when the Lord told Samuel to go anoint David. To go and anoint the youth, the same process of elimination. The sword of the spirit. How can something so powerful produce so little? The same substance that created everything produced nothing in your life. The prophetic, you, do, 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 do you know, do you know the power of prophetic utterance? Do you know, maybe you don't know, you don't, Romans chapter 10 please, Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. He says, verse 8. But what does it say? The word is near you and in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with what? With your eyes, with your ears, with your legs, with your heart, with your mind. That if you confess with what? They are the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised from dead. You will be saved. Listen to this. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. With the mouth, confession is made. Listen to what he's saying. He's telling you, he says the mouth, the mouth, the, the mouth, the mouth changed your nature. The mouth took away sin nature from you. The mouth. The mouth took away sin nature. Sin nature. It took, that's how powerful prophetic utterance is. The mouth, it took away sin nature. Drove it far away from you. It produced the same result that the blood of Jesus did. It says with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Look at the strength, the power, the efficacy of prophetic utterance. That just by speaking, you can eradicate, eliminate 
sin nature and implant divine nature the mouth he didn't say the spirit he says with the mouth that's the power of prophetic utterance inspired utterance so how can something so powerful have so minimal results see we're playing God for a fool we are sick in our minds we are sick let me tell you we are sick in our minds if you can't defend protect the word that God gives you what's there what's left for you what was left for Esau? What blessing was left for Esau after he forfeited his right? What, 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 what blessing was left? The only blessing was that he was to be a slave. That's the best that could be given to him. You don't need to be educated. You don't need to come from a rich family. You don't need my brothers and my sisters to have a status in life for you, for you. To uphold the integrity of God's word. God's word doesn't go to the poor, to the rich. It goes to as many who can receive it. That is the power of translation. Still playing church. Still playing church. How many times must we preach, prophesy, pray, intercede, preach for you to get it in that big skull of yours, the way of the Lord? What would it take? Wild man slept. What in your life have you sacrificed that God's word must be fulfilled? What have you what in your life have you sacrificed? Show it to me, show it to me. What have you sacrificed for God and His word and His agenda in your life? To be established, what have you sacrificed? What have you let go? Show me your cross for the Lord. Show it to me.
you can't have a life of divine results with a life of convenience. You can't have it. You can't have it. You must be a warrior. If God's word, God's plan, God's will in your life will unfold, you must be a warrior. There's no time for being sissies. You must be a warrior. If you're going to live in the dimension of fulfillment, you must be a warrior. You must be determined to become a battle axe in the hands of the Lord. You must be willing to become a soldier whose primary concern is not with civilian life, but to execute the instructions of the one who called him to service. One man slept, time for sleeping has ended. God said, September will be the month of birthings. What will you burn? What will you burn? Every prophetic word is preparation for war. Have you prepared yourself? Have you got your loins to fight? To sacrifice? are Satan's field as much as you are God's field. He will seek to infiltrate the field of God. He will seek. He says you are God's field. That's what he says. You are God's field. He's the husband man. You are fulfillment of prophetic agendas there is no room for that there's no room for that there's no room for that you you have to pull up your feeble hands and knees and fight and fight you have the weapon you have the artillery you have the arsenal you have the resources you fight you find out from the commander-in-chief what is the battle strategy and what is your position and you take your position. This fight, the nature of faith is a fight. It says fight the good fight of faith. It's a fight. 
Don't be sick in your mind, hard in your skull, and think that this is not a fight. While men slept, will 2020 be a year fulfillment for you? It's up to you. It's up to you, not God. God has done everything essential to bring you to that dimension. Your own, your own is to be a warrior and fight. Your own is to anticipate the infiltrations of the enemy, the strategies of the enemy, the activities of the enemy, and stand guard to disintegrate them, to disable them. All men slept. How much are you going to lose? Because you are a sleeper in the spirit. How much are you going to forfeit? Because you are a slumber. You are a slugger. In the spirit. You are sleeping when it's time to act. When the hour of temptation comes, you will fall prey. Pray that you may not enter into temptation. We are dealing with mysteries kept from the foundations of the world. And the Lord in his mercy Handing it over to you. Don't let him start treating you like swine. Don't let him start treating you like dog. Because you, you cannot handle that which is precious. There is always an objective in God speaking. He just does not speak. If he ever spoke in your life, there are intentions that he had. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up, my brothers and my sisters, to strengthen your feeble legs and feeble knees and feeble hands, to gird up your loins. so much to lose so much to lose the day dawns on you of how much you stand to lose in the event that you fail to apply yourself to the prophetic agenda of God over your life it will wake you out of your socks They'll wake you out of your slumber. One man slept. How long are we going to sleep before we realize that our field is infiltrated? That our harvest is spoiled. How long are we going to sleep? 
you can't be serious with God, you can't be serious with Him. It's impossible. How can God be serious with you if you're not serious with Him? You determine the level of relationship, the level of relations between you and the Lord. While men slept, my people must fight. not going to be delivered to me on a silver platter. You must fight. You must fight. And your fight is The prophetic words you heard from God, did they come from heaven? Did they come, did they come from heaven? You heard them from heaven. Where you heard them from? So if you heard them from me, where do you think? Where do you think? The efficacy, the fruit, the insight, the wisdom would come from. From heaven. Why do, why would the spirit now change so, change sources concerning the same thing? not a game this this is not a game Extinguish his infiltration power. Learn, learn to invest 
life in the night. God will bless your life today. Thou shalt meditate in day and night. Learn to invest your life in the night as much as you do in the day. Learn. night that your enemy is working. Working hard to ensure that what the good God has desired for you is terminated, is delayed. You have all you need. You have the prophetic word. See the prophetic word. See the day, the day. You know what? Like Peter says, the day, the, the day star dawns in your heart. The day you understand what you got. The day you understand what you got. You will never worship your job. You will never worship your business. You will never worship your title. The day you know what you got. Problem is that you don't know what you got. The day you know the, the value of the prophetic word that the Lord has given you, <laughs> you will not be afraid to lay it all down. You will not be afraid. You will stake your, your everything on it. The, the, day, the thing is, you don't know what you've got. You don't know what you've got. Like what they said, is there a bomb in Gilead? Is there a prophet in the land from whence we can hear the word of the Lord? Men of old, honored and revered the prophetic office so much. serve God. They knew not to play with that dimension. Because we have the prophetic word as the light that shines in a dark place. Problem is that you've been messed up by your Christianity, messed up by your pastors, messed up by society, messed up by your environment. That is difficult for you to see the value of the prophetic word of God.
you know what that says the Lord is? Do you understand what that says the Lord is? That says the Lord. <laughs> My goodness. That says the Lord. That's the finality of divine authority. Thus says the Lord. Thus says, thus says the Lord. You hear thus says the Lord. And it doesn't, it doesn't cause you to readjust, realign, configure your life. You heard that thus says the Lord. So you're sick in your mind. You're, God says do not be like the mule. Do not be like the mule. That cannot be controlled. You are like the mule. If you can hear thus says the Lord. And not seek ways. To understand how you can readjust. And align your life. To be alive. You are sick in your mind. A thus says the Lord. A thus says the Lord. You see, Chris can say, that says the Lord, and you not take him serious, and it will be fine. Because there's no credibility built up to that activity. Now, Paul, uh, Mike can say, that says the Lord, and you not take him serious. Because there's no credibility credential in that office. But you don't let somebody like me say, that says the Lord, and you don't take me serious. Not when there is there's, there's global integrity in the gift. You will die very young. You will die, you will die very young. Why? He says, I will raise up a prophet among your people like you. And my words I shall put in his mouth. And if you will not listen to him, you will die in your generation. Let Moses say, that says the Lord, and you don't listen. You, you are no longer fighting him. You are fighting the spirit that works with him. Because it's not, it's, it's not him. It's not him that conjured it up. There's a spirit that facilitates these things. So when he comes up and says, that says the Lord. <laughs> and he says, ah, one of those. You have resisted the spirit by which he speaks. And you'll have to deal with that spirit. The prophetic office is one of the most important 
ministries, anointings in the body of Christ, without that prophetic gift, without that prophetic office in the body of Christ, we are blind. We are in the dark. We have no light. We are deaf. That's why Paul says, no man taketh this honor upon himself. You take the honor upon yourself, you die. You'll be like Uzziah, you'll have leprosy. He says, it is given from above. These are things that the, the ministry is not from this earth. The, the anointing, the grace, the ministry with which that man functions by, it does not come from here. It comes from the very throne of God. That's what it represents. So if, if you negate undermine or go against it, you're not going against the man. You are going against the very throne of Christ. How do you think you will prevail? He resists the proud. He resists the proud. He resists the proud. Will you succeed? If you are resisted by God, do you think you'll succeed? think when we come in with us says the Lord you are playing a game we're just passing time If they did not escape the word spoken by angels, what makes you think you will escape the judgment if we resist him who speaks from above? How are we gonna? How are you? How are you? Jesus said, Don't believe me. But because of the works, he says, believe. For the works sake, you might, you better believe. You don't have to believe me. You don't, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe what I say. Or the integrity of the ministry. You don't have to believe. But look at the works. Look at the prophecies. Look at them. Go look at them. Go look at them. And for their sake, you better believe. Can a man deliver such insight? No. 
That's what, that's why, that's why they said. They said concerning Daniel. Said this is the wisdom of the gods. It's inside that only residence with the gods, and they are dwelling and not among men, because it's inside that does not come from this dimension, this plane of life. There's a man in whom there is life. That says the Lord. That says the Lord. Wild man slept. Let's wake up, huh? Let's wake up. Too much is at stake. Too much is at stake. How many hours of your week do you spend listening to the messages? Do you spend listening to the messages? How many hours of your week? Barely. Barely, barely not even 10 minutes. And how do you expect the spirit in the ministry to operate successfully in your life when there's a disregard because Baba it's stand not like it you some of you here most of you here you take me like you undermine me you undermine the ministry one thing I don't know that I don't speak does not mean I don't know. Does not mean I'm not aware. But your day of reckoning will come. That's why I don't bother. Your day of reckoning will come. Jesus didn't bother himself for Judas. He didn't bother singling him out. Because his day of reckoning will come. He will eat his own vomit. So why must the spirit that works with this ministry administrate the workings of the spirit in your life? The problem is that you think we are doing this by our own strength. That's the issue. You think we're standing here by our own strength. We are doing this thing by our own strength. The anointing in my life over my ministry will resist you. It has intelligence. The anointing has intelligence. It knows where to work and where not to work. When they took the handkerchief from the body of Paul, it didn't make any effect to those who were holding the handkerchiefs until they laid it on the seat and the demons came out. Why? It is the intelligence of the anointing. It will know where to work and know where not to work. Keep playing that game. Why is Satan lied to you that you may test the spirit? 
you want to test the spirit that works fine, by all means. But you are knocking at death's door. Because there's a spirit. There's a spirit that works with ministries. Jesus says, write to the angel of Ephesus. There's a spirit that works with ministries. And that's why when the word of Jesus is given, when the warning is given to the angel, it's given to that spirit. Because that spirit administrates over that ministry. Keep playing your games. How many times have you had a thousand in the last eight months? How many times have you had more than 500 that was free in the last eight months? Many times. Do you still have a book in the ministry? Keep playing those games. Keep playing those games. Do you think we wake up one morning and decide to write, <laughs> keep playing those games. One man's left. You will wonder why your life is full of tears. It looks like God's promises, but it's not. You find out later when you are hurt, when you are poisoned. How many shoes did you buy in the last eight months? How many clothing attire did you buy in the last eight months? Keep playing those games. You don't even have one book, one book of the ministry. But you'll go to, to Kumbuk. Huh? You'll go to Kumbuk and buy a book. They don't even know you. They don't even fight for you. You are sick in your head. You are sick in your head. No, this man. Go, go to that church. Fly and go live in the United States. The spirit that works here has intelligence. Don't think it's blind. Elisha said to Gehazi, he said, did I not go with you? He said, did I not go with you? When you went to go collect money from Naaman. And I told you, is it time to collect money? You think you can deceive 
a prophet of God. You think you can deceive a spirit. A spirit you think you can deceive. Oh, none. Gehazi thought he could deceive. He thought, he thought Elisha didn't see. He thought so. That's why when you ask him, he says, from nowhere. I've come from nowhere. We didn't buy these powers. We didn't go underwater to buy these powers. We didn't climb a mountain and enter a cave somewhere to go retrieve powers. I was not borrowed this. This I was not borrowed. I labored into this dimension of life. We can't even ask you to do things in the ministry. We must be afraid. Keep playing those games. Those games you must keep playing. My silence does not mean blindness. My silence does not mean blindness. In the last seven days, how many messages have you listened to? How many times did you talk to your friends in the last seven days? Your friend must give you a miracle. Your lover must give you your miracle. How can you bite the hand that feeds you? How do you bite the hand that feeds you? gonna wake up you better find yourself a church somewhere where that sickness is allowed listen I don't mind I don't mind preaching to three people it's the best it's the best I prefer that more than anything Rather deal with three clear people who have 
clear-minded people than 50,000 confused people. You don't know. You, you don't know whether to belong or... No, 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 no. You have to wake up. Well, well, you have to wake up. You have to wake up. I, I go so good, you see? When you need your money, I give you your money. But we must call, we must wonder, where is me? Why? You undermine me. It's fine. There's one man slept. is on the table. The Lord has invested so much in you. So much the Lord has invested in you, has put in you so much. So much substance, so much spiritual substance the Lord has placed inside you. Become a warrior. lives of those around you depend on you. Your children, your relatives, your colleagues depends on you. God didn't give the blessing to Israel. He gave the blessing to Abraham. The whole generation is affected because of what God said to one man. He's just saying it. how God works. He works from one reference point. Let us not find when harvest comes, it is all but tears. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid that he should lose out on his inheritance, on his investment. God forbid. God forbid. This requires us that we wake up. We have God help us, friends. Let's all rise on our feet. Let's all hold hands.
I want you to pray. I want you to pray for yourself and the one whose hands you are holding. Repent. your own waywardness and slumber and ask the Lord to give you light to give you enlightenment in your path, in your direction and ask the Lord to help you gain the necessary understanding to apply yourself diligently for that prophetic agenda, that prophetic word, that promise of the Lord over your life. Open your mouth and start praying. Savior. Oh, greatness of now, my Lord, my God, we repent before you right now. We ask you to forgive us of our lethargy and our indifference to the word of the Lord. Our indifference to the Spirit of God. We repent, Lord, of choosing to sleep spiritually when we would and should be fighting. forgive us Lord for not being serious enough for not applying ourselves enough forgive us Father for lightly esteeming your word for undermining a prophetic agenda For not regarding the promises you made. For choosing to do it by our own strength. For choosing, oh God, to work it out by our own strength. Oh dear Father, forgive us for cheating our way in life. Forgive us for cheating away in life like Jacob cheated himself into the blessing. 
forgive us. In your mercy, forgive us. In your grace, forgive us. Oh, man, shayele koza, brother. Rando shekebadiore kabadeya. For quenching the spirit, forgive us. Ole diamangele troki belezokra daskangele digiporda. For limiting the operations of the Holy Spirit in our lives. For curbing the operations and functions of the angels in our lives. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us, Father. We've not been as serious as we should be in seeking understanding in seeking clarity in seeking of god the way you intended for us but we behave like the mule that is uncontrollable precious holy spirit you have warned us through dreams warned us through the inner witness of the Spirit. Warn us, but we fail to adhere to the alert systems of God. Oh, my Father, now we are reaping tears. We are reaping undesired results. Help us, Father. Help us. There's an infiltration in the field that seeks to destroy and destruct the harvest of God. Give us eyes to see. Help us guard our loins from those things that will seek to have us abort and forfeit the harvest of your world. Help us, Lord. Help us listen to the Spirit, the still small voice and His guidance. We have not applied ourselves to the ancient parts. Now the Holy Spirit is showing us where we have erred. Is revealing to us where we have erred. And we ask your forgiveness. We repent, Lord. May this year not pass without you having fulfilled every desire of God. May this year not pass without the prophetic fulfillment of God. May this year not pass without the birthings of his divine plan. Forgive us, Lord.
forgive us, Lord. You say, think with somebody's. But oh, we are nothing without you. Oh, we are nothing without you. Oh, we are nothing without you. We are nothing without your word. We are nothing, Lord. Without you, we can do nothing. Without you, we can do nothing. Without you, you can do, we can do nothing. You invested so heavily in us. The prophetic gifts, the teaching ministries, the distributions of the gifts of the Spirit. You have invested so much. Oh my God. Oh, Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Let the day star rise in our hearts. Let the day star rise in our hearts. Help us, Lord. We in a prophetic hour. We in a prophetic hour. So much is at stake. So much is on the line. One error and it is all gone. One slip and it is all forfeited. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Yeshapadia da Gros. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. so much in us for grieving and limiting the Holy One. Preserve our posterity, Lord. Preserve our posterity. And deal with the things in our lives 
that threaten the birthdays of your promise, your purpose, and your plan. Anything that threatens it, Father, we ask you to expose it, bring it to the light. Because we would not have you aboard. We would not have you aboard. What you had in store. Where we have quenched your zeal for your spirit. Remember. Remember, Father, the efforts. Remember the labor. And have mercy. Holy Spirit, you spoke. And you have fulfilled so many things. You have spoken to your servant. Fulfill the remaining of your promises for your people. Birth out release and establish without you we can do nothing. Help us. Help us, Lord. You have been so kind to us, so patient with us, so merciful. Help us, Lord. Your servant has done everything necessary he knows how to to prepare your people to teach them to instruct them my hands father I clean from the blood of your people I've labored for them in prayers in supplications in teachings and in all that I am required by divine ordinance to do. If I have been a good steward, Father, fulfill your word. And if not, Place judgment on me. But as far as you have guided and led me, I have done what was required. No words, no efforts to give. All that is required has been done, Father. Now I beckon with the Spirit 
the Spirit of God, the Spirit of this ministry, take over, Father, and bring this full cycle and bring this journey to its end and bring this journey to its final destination. Fulfill what must be fulfilled. Accomplish what needs to be accomplished. And everything in the prophetic determination of God begin to unfold. I ask considering our labor in the Lord. Considering our commitment to the Lord. I ask Do it. Fulfill. Exalt. And glorify. At the end of the day, we see all glory. We see all praise from our hands. It all belongs to you, Lord. Spirit has strengthened our faith. So we give you glory like Abraham did. Because we consider you who call it those things that be not as though they were to be trustworthy, to be faithful. We conclude that you who raises the dead you establish the foundations of the earth. You who sits upon the circle of the earth are trustworthy. So we entrusted ourselves to you. Now act, Lord. Act in your divine capacity. Act as it would please you. Act according to your divine intelligence. Act. Act divine sovereign. Act divine sovereign. We bless you, Majesty. We thank you. In Jesus' name.